Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. I've changed my mind about Joe Biden. I've totally changed my mind. I'm changing my tune about President Biden. I love the guy. I don't want him going anywhere. Four more years of Joe. And I'll tell you why. Because first there was the original vaccine passport, which I don't actually have. And that was, I'm telling you, a blockbuster. Then it was our book, Joetry, which is available on Amazon. The reviews on this thing are amazing. And of course, um, you know, this was a, uh, this was one of my prized possessions was, or one of my prized uh, projects was writing these poems about Joe Biden, the greatest poems about the worst president. There may actually be a volume two coming up. But now, now with these classified documents that Joe Biden has left haphazardly all over creation, the documents that he left, ha- left haphazardly in his Washington, D.C. office paid for by China, the uh, documents he left right next to his Corvette in his garage, and of course in his junk drawer uh, inside the house, and God knows where else, these top secret document notepads, I'm telling you, this is, this is gold. These things, these things are going like hotcakes, man. These things are going like ice cream cones at Joe Biden's birthday party. These things are more popular than Hunter Biden at a crack dealer's convention. These notepads, they're, they're the top secret document notepads that we just created. We just launched, uh, go to topsecretnotepad.com or just go to markk.com. It's got the presidential garage seal. It's got the classified designation, the top secret stamp. It's redact. There's redactions on it. Cause you always have to redact everything. Joe Biden's Corvette watermark, which you can see there. And then of course the ice cream stain, which is my personal favorite and which I think a lot of people like too. And there are 50 sheets, 50 sheets of these things. So you can just use them for notes. You can use them to write, I don't know, you write down like, uh, you know, like Joe Biden does and his handlers do. They write down, you wave to the crowd, you sit down, you, or it could be a list of questions you need to take. Like I'm, you're supposed to call on so-and-so from the AP or do not call on any circuit for under any circumstances. Do not call on Peter Ducey from Fox news, but these things are going like hotcakes. I'm telling you a couple days we've launched thousands out the door. Um, Joe's top secret classified document notepads, get them for yourself, get them for whoever you want. Topsecretnotepad.com. I'll put the link here uh, down below if you want to get them. But uh, my kids, great. My kids are going to be able to go to college. I'm going to get, we're going to get a new, here's what we're going to do. And in fact, I want, I want you to know, like, for example, some people, and this is just a little inside, we're going to get to the news here in just a minute. Although something happened today this morning that I have to tell you about. Something happened today this morning that I have to tell you about. We'll get to that here in just a minute. Um, but I want you to know that a lot of people, when they make, you know, when they sell something, they take the money and they go out and they buy gold chains, for example, or they take the money, they go out, they go to Vegas and they gamble it all away, or they take the money, they go out and they buy like ridiculous, like shirts that cost $2,000 each. And then they spill, you know, spaghetti sauce on it. They ruin all that stuff. I don't do that. What I like to do is I like to, whenever we sell something or whenever we offer it, like the Joetry books or the uh, you know original vaccine passports, every time we have something like the Remember Mar-a-Lago hoodies or the Oasis of Freedom t-shirts, all that stuff, we take the, the, the money we make, the profit, and we reinvest it in the show. And I would, you know, if I had the ability, I would show you the whole studio, but with everything we have here in the studio, whether it's 
whether it's, you know, the cameras or this new setup or the ability for us to do this podcast, because it costs us money to do this podcast every single week. The more that we can, we can do that, the more products we sell, the more services we have. Every time I go out and speak, you know, people will, they'll invite me to Mercer County, Ohio to speak or Tampa or this organization's like, oh, look, we're going to pay you all this money. We want you to come and we're going to fly you in. We want you to be our keynote speaker. And I love doing all that. And really what I do is I take all that money and we reinvest it into the show making sure that, you know, Hannah and Jay are taken care of so they can come to work, making sure that the studio gets the upgrades that it needs, making sure that we can continue to be on the platforms. And then of course, going into creating new and exciting products like this one, uh, like the, the, uh, the, the pad. So just know, first of all, made in the USA. And when you purchase one, not only are you getting an amazing novelty collectible, but also you are, uh, you are helping out, um, the Marcasia so we can continue to bring you all this great stuff. Uh, all right. Let's get to, oh, let me tell you what happened today, by the way. First of all, first of all, thank you. We got a bunch of new supporters. Uh, we got a bunch of new supporters, a bunch of new people that are, that, are, that are following or subscribing to this show. And again, you can subscribe anywhere. I don't care where you listen. You know, some people are like, you got to listen on iTunes. iTunes is probably the biggest podcast platform. That's no, you know, that's no, people know that. Uh, Spotify is pretty big. You know, there's a bunch of others too. I don't care where you listen. I don't care where you subscribe, but I do appreciate you sub subscribing because uh, every time you subscribe that, that helps our podcast, you know, it helps us get, you know, get pushed up into the, uh, into the algorithm and more and more people can see it and we can spread the word farther and farther. But I do want to read a couple of, we got a bunch of new subscribers and we got a ton of new reviews. I want to read a couple for you. Uh, number one, this, says uh, this is from HDE 226868. Very unique username, very unique username, uh, HDE 226868. And they wrote, they want to hang Trump by the thumbs until he turns into a prune. But Biden can have a parade and hand out secret documents down Main Street, USA. So that really, okay, that basically less of a review and more of just like a general, general comment. Uh, and then a John's Jones, oh, John says Uber sucks. I guess he had a, John says Uber sucks. I guess John had a bad experience. I guess John had a bad experience with Uber so much so that he made it his username. Uh, he wrote, you poor souls. More grist for your conspiracy theories. Wait a minute, that's more of, okay, that's, oh, and that's a one-star review. All right, that's more of like a complaint. I swear there were, there were reviews here somewhere. Hold on, let me just, uh, let me just keep going here. Oh, here we go. Thank God for Mark K. Is good. I absolutely cannot stand the guy who took over Rush Limbaugh's time slot here in the Atlanta area. Oh, that's a, okay. That's, that's starting with a negative about someone else, but I think it gets, fortunately, here we go. Fortunately, Mark K filled in for him one day, which is how I discovered him. And I've been listening ever since he and his team are funny and are much better at reporting the news than the Atlanta guy. Atlanta guy is way too full of himself and believes himself to never be wrong. Thanks Mark K for making my day better every weekday. And that is Seth Irish, Seth Irish. Wow. That is so nice of you to say, and I appreciate it. Yeah, and fun fact, that guy doesn't let us fill in, uh, fill in for him anymore for that very reason. <laughs> but I just, uh, but you know what? And again, we're not here to knock anybody. I know, Lena, I'd also like you to realize, I also too, you know, in, in all fairness and all, you know, if we're going to be transparent, um, unlike Joe Biden and his, and really any Democrat, I too am full of myself and believe myself never to be wrong. I just hide it better. 
So I just hide it better. So I think that's, I think that's what's going on anyway. So, uh, so I was on my way to uh, work today. I had to drop my daughter off at school, which I do every day. And typically we leave the house about seven o'clock in the morning, maybe seven Oh five at the late, if it's seven Oh five, I'm yelling and screaming. We got to go. But, uh, by seven o'clock we leave the house. Um, we, we stop and get coffee and that takes no time because I pre-ordered. So I just run in and run out. Uh, and then I usually get my daughter to school by seven 30, seven 35 ish. Right. So Really, I mean, it takes about 30 minutes all in all to go to her school because it's way the hell. It's like one of those smart kids schools. So it's not like in the neighborhood. She's got to go way the hell. Anyway, uh, so that's our typical. And then, you know, I get him, I get, I drop her off and my office is about 20 minutes from her school. So usually I roll in by 7.55. I fire up the, the whole system and I'm recording this podcast by eight o'clock, 8.05. And then, um, and then I'm getting it out to the world. Well, today, we go to get the coffee and I go to get on the highway and I realize as soon as I get on the highway, I look down at my GPS because I always have the GPS on because I want to know what time it says I'm supposed to get there for traffic. And as soon as I get on the highway, I realize the GPS is telling me don't get on the highway. And but by that time, it's too late because I'm already on the exit and there's cars behind me. I'm like, what? And I realize massive accident, massive accident, like 15 miles down the road. It's blocked up almost all the lanes. Traffic is backed up. It's telling me it's going to take like 45 minutes for me to go 15 miles, which is ridiculous. I mean, my daughter's going to be late for school, everything else. And I'm like, oh my God, what do I do? Do I, do I back up? So I, I get off on like the next exit, which took 25 minutes and we're doing the back roads and everyone else is doing the back roads and we're doing this, that, and the other, yada, yada, yada. So that long story short, we roll into school. Her, the bell rings at 8.05. And I'm like a main, you know, I'm, I'm really enjoy driving, but I'm an effective driver. Some people are defensive drivers. I am, I don't want to say I'm an offensive driver because that just sounds bad. I like to say that I am an effective driver. I use the, I use the roads and the lanes and I use my car and I use my ability to, you know, swerve in and out of traffic. I am a, a very effective driver and I can effectively get from one point to the other in a very reasonable amount of time. So I made it my goal for my daughter not to be late for school because she's never been late for school. And, and even if there's a horrible wreck because people can't drive, um, I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna be the reason she's late for the very first time. So I got, the bell rings at 8.05, I got her there at 8.04, which was about 30 minutes. It took 30 minutes longer. Had I stayed on the main road with the accident, however, I'd probably still be there. Uh, that's how bad this thing was. And I know you, know, you don't care about any of that, but here's what I'm talking, here, here's what I thought about. So, and I always get annoyed with accidents. I know you're not supposed to, you're supposed to pray for the people, which I'm working on. Like you see the accident on the side of the road, you go, oh, let me pray for those people. They're probably shook up. They're going to have to go through the insurance. There's damage. Hopefully everyone's okay. Hopefully nobody has any permanent injury. Dear Lord, please help these folks. Yada, yada, yada. And that's always, that's always my second thought. <laughs> whenever, I, whenever I see an accident, that's like my second, sometimes third thought. My first thought is usually great. These idiots can't drive. And now thousands of people are totally inconvenienced and behind and their day's ruined and they've got to have to, they're going to have to pick up the slack all day long. That's usually my first thought when that happens. And then I, you know, God, then I get the Christian thing back. I'm like, oh crap, I'm supposed to say, I'm supposed to pray for these folks and make sure they're okay. So that's my second thought. Usually I'm working on flip-flopping those, um, or I guess not having the first thought at all. Yeah, probably I should just, probably I should not. Anyway, but it's a lot like what Joe Biden's doing with our government. Because look, there were like four or five cars. They, they, they all, none of them were paying attention or they were being, they were being, um, here's what happens. An accident happens because you're being careless. You're being reckless. 
you are not aware of what's going on or you're selfish. You're trying to get something for yourself. You're trying to get somewhere faster. You're trying to get into the other lane. You're mad at somebody else. So you so you drive like a maniac. Road rage is a big cause of accidents. And and then what happens is you cause the accident and it's only caused by like a handful of people, three, four people, sometimes one or two. And all of a sudden, everybody else's whole life is ruined for the next, you know, for the foreseeable future. Everybody else slows down. Everybody else gets inconvenienced. Everyone else has to start pivoting or taking detours. Everybody else is losing time and losing money and they're burning gas. And all of a sudden, everybody's in a miserable mood. That is a perfect metaphor for Joe Biden's administration and what's happening to the country. Joe Biden, because he is thinking only of himself and because he wants to do what he wants to do and he doesn't care about anyone else on the road and he's trying to get, you know, fast-tracked amnesty or he's trying to get fast-tracked to the open border policy or he's trying to get fast-tracked to the environment because it helps him and his family and he's whatever, you know, whatever he wants to do. So he's cutting, weaving in and out of lanes. He's cutting in front of people and then he's got road rage too on top of that. You know why? Because he hates Donald Trump. In fact, the first day in office, this dude came in and he was, they had it, they showed him with his hand on the Bible, whatever, and they showed him taking the oath of office and everyone was supposed to be like hunky-dory and happy. Uh, Joe Biden went happy. That dude was enraged. That guy had road rage cruising down the interstate of the United States of America. He was on IUSA and he just, he just moved in front of everybody and he had road rage toward Donald Trump. And he used that rage in a negative way. He started signing executive orders, 46 of them on his first day. Cancel the XL pipeline. Cancel this, cancel that. Open up the border. Stay in Mexico. All these horrible policies. Donald Trump had some amazing policies, did some great things. His executive orders and his agenda and his legislation and the things that he managed to put into existence, he didn't just do because he was angry at somebody. He didn't just do because he was trying to uh, move himself forward, push him, you know, get ahead politically and financially. Donald Trump was actually trying to help the country and did a damn good job of it. But Joe Road Rage Biden cruising down the interstate, weaving in and out of traffic, trying to get ahead, trying to get what he wanted, trying to go where he wanted to go, not where America needs to go. Uh, and I'm furious at the same time about Donald Trump just cut everybody off. What the hell was that? Cut everybody off. And all of a sudden, uh, there's a big accident and the country is now at a standstill. And uh, and you can see it everywhere. You can see it with you can see it with the border. First of all, the border is just I mean, immigration is at a standstill. People are they're not immigrating here. They're invading the country. They're running over the border. They're just running into the, they're running across the lakes or the, the it's not a lake, it's a river, the Rio Grande. That's river, great, yeah, big river. Uh, they're running across the river. They're running over the walls. They're running from the, the border patrol's not even able to chase them anymore because there's so many. They're lining up in El Paso, just waiting to get in because Joe Biden has caused this massive, he's caused a wreck. Everything's at a standstill. The economy, totally at a standstill. Inflation through the roof. Gas prices through the roof. It's a standstill. He's caused a massive accident. And now we're all, we're all slowing down. Our investments are slowing down. Our savings, our ability to earn income on our, on our, on our, on our investments and our savings have slowed down. You know, the, the, the home values plummeting your ability to, um, you know, pull value out of your home, either now or in the future, slowing down. We are basically, we used to all be cruising along at 75, 80 miles an hour down the highway, loving life, Joe Biden and his carelessness created a massive wreck that is the United States of America's economic policy, immigration policy, 
foreign policy, all of these things, the money that's going up, funneling out to Ukraine, the ridiculous Afghanistan withdrawal, which has created more terrorism and problems all around the globe. Everything this guy touches turns to crap. And he's created a pileup on IUSA and everybody, the rest of us, all 330 million of us are stuck in traffic and we're moving slower than we ever wanted to. It's the perfect metaphor for Joe Biden's administration. And you know what? And I think about that too. I'm like, look, maybe it's not just, maybe it's not just the gaffes. Maybe it's not just, uh, maybe it's not just the falling off the stage or the bumbling or the mumbling. Maybe it's just not the potentially, you know, pooping himself at the Vatican. Maybe it's just not all that other stuff. Maybe it's just not the the weird way that he treats women and children and the weird things he says, like, no serious guys till you're 30 or look at her. She looks like a little lady. Look like you're 19 with those barrettes. How old are you, honey? 12? Well, you look like you're of age. Maybe it's not any of that. Maybe the elites who put Joe Biden in charge are caught up in the wreckage. Maybe the elites that put Joe Biden in charge are also realizing, hey, when the inflation soared, uh, my investment started to, to Peter. When the economy got bad, people stopped buying stuff from me. Uh, my book deals stopped going through. Uh, you know, I can't sell my real estate deals. My stocks are plummeting. Look at the stock market, how it's been, how the tech sector has just lost. The tech sector is a wing of the Democrat party and those people are almost in the poorhouse. Elon Musk had to fire half of his employees. Meta laid off 11,000 employees. Amazon, you name it. All of the big stocks, all these big Democrat supporters, they are all floundering. I mean, they're still billionaires, but they're not as billionaire-ish as they were. They're stuck in the same traffic wreck we are. And yes, they're all in nicer cars, but they are moving just as slow as you and me. And maybe that's why these documents are starting to come out. Maybe that's why this investigation and the special prosecutor um, is becoming a thing. Maybe that's why they got fed up with Joe. Not just because he's a bumbling old coot who's half gone mentally and says really inappropriate things and makes us look like idiots, but because they're losing. They are crawling, crawling, crawling along, and they used to be flying down the highway just like the rest of us. I mean, if you want to take over the world, if you want to be a global elitist, if you want to take over the United States of America and be a billionaire, power-hungry, evil villain like, like they all probably really want to be, you got to move quickly. And Joe Biden's just, he's just slowing everyone down because that dude can't drive. Anyway, that's my thought for the day. That's my metaphor for the day. As far as the top secret documents, there's more to that story. If you got my update this morning, you know all about how this turned into less of a, less of a, uh, a, a top secret document problem for Joe Biden and more of a potential money laundering problem as people are beginning to ask questions about the, the massive amounts of rent that Hunter Biden was paying Joe. And we'll, we'll break all that down on the show. I mean, this guy, I'll tell you, I'll give you the, if you didn't read the uh, K-Trade update this morning, you should definitely go back to your uh, mailbox and see if it's there. But this dude, Hunter Biden was charged $50,000, approximately like $49,910. So $50,000 in rent every month, which is $600,000 a year. And you can buy a very, very nice place in Wilmington, Delaware, a very nice place for $600,000 a year. So it's not that it's not that Hunter, uh, you know, wanted to stay at home. I think it was a way to get Joe the money back because also fifty thousand dollars a month is about three thousand times the going rent uh, in Wilmington, Delaware, for a place that size. I mean, you don't pay somebody fifty thousand dollars in rent, but if you owe ten percent to the big guy, 
which we all know Hunter Biden did. And if you're getting money from Burisma, pardon me, Burisma or Ukraine or China, and you can't just write your dad a check because, well, the IRS is going to go, excuse me, Mr. Vice President, where did all this money come from um, labeled payment for the big guy? No, you can't do that. You got to launder it. So Hunter gets money from Burisma. He rents his dad's house and his dad pays him or he pays his dad 50 grand in rent. I don't know what the mortgage is. I don't know if they own it outright, uh, but I'm just saying it seems like an exorbitant amount of money. It seems more like a way for them to launder that money and have Joe be able to explain, oh, that was rental income, not income for selling state secrets and access to the highest levels of government to communists. I think the IRS would probably look down on that. Maybe not. I mean, I'll be honest, I don't know. The, unless it's Trump, the IRS doesn't seem to care what these Democrats do um, with their money. Anyway, more on that coming up. Thank you again for subscribing. If you haven't yet subscribed, do so. Subscribe to this podcast right now. Go to topsecretnotepad.com and grab these. They're phenomenal and they're, and they're going fast. And we'll print more, but they're going fast. Topsecretnotepad.com to grab your top secret notepad uh, right now. And thank you so much for all you do. Thanks for every, thanks for listening every single day. I'm going to be here every single day, come hell, high water or traffic jam. And I hope that you take the time to listen, even though maybe a couple minutes late today, but again, not my fault, not my problem. Had to get the kids to school. The people the Joe Biden's on the road, wrecking up America. Anyway, we're going to fix it. We're going to save it. We're going to clear out the damage and you, me and everybody else that listens to this podcast and our show and watches us on Newsmax. We are all together are going to save the Republic.